What's going on, everybody? This is Heath, and I'm here with Steven. This is Tillman's Corner Sports Talk. We're really excited for today's episode, but we want to thank everybody for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at TillmansCornerSports.com. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and share it to everybody you know. Steven, we got a great episode lined up. We do. Kevin Norwood. Kevin Norwood. Theodore, defensive lineman from class of 2024. He's got eight D1 offers from big-time schools, Texas A&M, Colorado, and many more. We're really excited for this. After this episode, make sure you go back and listen to these previous episodes. We've had some great interviews, really, really good stuff. You won't be disappointed, but let's get right into the interview. All right, we're back. Kevin Norwood, Theodore defensive lineman, class of 2024. How you doing, Kevin? What's going on? How you doing? Uh, we're doing great, man. We really appreciate you doing this interview. Something we're passionate about, and anytime we can get local big-time athletes to do it, we love it. So let's just jump right into it, man. Let's talk about your spring. How was your spring game, and how was spring football? Uh, my spring, it was great. It was great. Learned a lot of new things. From different from my new coach, my D line coach. So you last year you was at Blunt. Um, what made you want to transfer uh, to to Theodore and play with those guys? Um, I feel like it was gonna be a better opportunity over there in Theodore. Um, get looked at more. Absolutely, Theodore is a great great program. Last year set the you know one of the school record for most wins. What do you think you bring to this Theodore team this year? Force, um, aggression, and team and team team leadership. Hey, team leadership, the big man in the middle, yeah. your man in the defense. How yeah, is there. the team feeling coming out of spring spring football? First spring football with new head coach, Coach Mask. How's the team feeling? Oh, uh, they feel great. Uh, is that we just talking about working more? Um, we had a lot. We did a lot of work on. And what, how do you feel about, you know, when y'all went into the spring game against Jackson, did y'all have some things in mind to work on? and uh, Or was it like a, just a basic approach since it's, you know, just a spring game? I'm sorry, you repeat that again? The game against Jackson, the spring game, did y'all have going in like some things y'all wanted to work on or was it just like a basic defensive approach uh, in that spring game? Uh, it was all about like regrouping and finding out, find out stuff. Cause like like you said, be come come transfer from blunt, um, just finding where the team playing and stuff like that. Find out what we need to get get back to get on and regroup it. So let's jump ahead to this upcoming season. With all the talent y'all have on defense at Theodore, we talked to one of your former teammates that interviewed him, Cam Pruitt, great guy, great player. With all the talent y'all got, do you think y'all can have one of the best defenses in the state? Yes, sir. Well, definitely. Good stuff. What is the goals for the defense and then the team goals? What are y'all's goals for this upcoming season? Um, the win state, of course. Um, and just um being a team, being a team, scoring more touchdown on defense and coming together. And you, as an individual, what are your going into the season? What would you say your strengths are that you're working to to get better at? Um. My strengths are getting out the ball quick, using my hands and strength and, um, and explosion. 
And then on the other side of that, what are some things that you would say, these are things I'm you know, not as good at that I'm working toward getting better and to really to have no weaknesses. So what would you say maybe a, a couple of weaknesses are that you see in yourself? Well, my, one of my weaknesses is really parents. I just need to work on my parents a little bit. But other than that, yeah, yeah, that's my, my parents. When you say pass rush, you need to work on it. What is it? Is it the uh, you know the moves, the spin moves, using your hands, kind of like an Aaron Donald, or you know what? What exactly do you need to work on? Is it the bull rush? Is it the speed rush? Is it just all of it in, in general? Like it's basically like the speed rush and the working around the corner, basically type of stuff. Cause I'm used to bull rush using my my strength, but my coach tells me like they don't they don't work all the time, so work some different. But so I'm gonna have to start working on that more. That's my um, that's what I need to start working on. Right, it's all—it's always better to be so well-rounded. So you personally, when we talked about your team goals, you know, winning state, what does a successful season look like for you personally? Have you set goals as I want to have five sacks, I want to have ten tackles for losses? Is there any goals that you've set for yourself personally? Yes, sir. One of my goals is I want to have—I want to have like I want to average six, six, six sacks and all like twelve tackles for loss and like. I'm hunting some tackles. That's my goal. But it won't, I'm more like a team player, so I'm really focusing on really winning instead of my on myself. That's right. If you know the saying is, when you win, then all your personal success comes along with that. So you know that's great stuff. It's all about the team and those goals. I think you're going to achieve them. What does Cam Pruitt? I know you've only played with him, you know, this past spring. What does Cam yeah, Pruitt mean to y'all's defense at Theodore? And did you have a relationship with him prior to you transferring to Theodore? Oh yes, sir. Um, me and Cameron, um, well, we played football together when we were little, pop ball. But um, he dominant. He said what to do. Um, he just uh, he just helped me go. So he's kind of the quarterback. Does he call the defense and kind of help? Kind of a coach on the field, make sure everybody's in the right spot. Yes, sir. Now, kind of getting into your recruiting, how's that going for you? What are you hearing from colleges? Um, do you have a list of maybe your favorites yet? Um, I have – well, from college coaches, I got a – well, uh, I did – can you repeat that again? Yeah, so you have eight – you know, well, when I made the list, I think you had eight. You've got more here recently – What's the feeling like knowing that your hard work is paying off and these coaches are starting to notice you and you're starting to get big D1 offers? Well, it feels great. feels great. feels great. That, yeah. yeah, no, man, that's good stuff. And Have you been on any, visit, any visits yet? I apologize. Any visits yet? And can you talk about those and what you're looking for when you're going on these visits? Oh, uh, yes, sir. I've been, I got a visit coming up, actually. Uh, I got to go to Louisville for a visit visit. And I'm just looking for the energy, how coaches bring energy, um, and how and where they place me on the board, and where they um, show me what I need to work on, and stuff like that. So you got offers from like a Texas A&M and a Colorado. What offer? Yeah. Which offer was it that you had got that you were like, wow, you know, I feel like I've actually made it and I can be a big time player. Um, when I got Texas A&M, they really shocked me, yeah. and Colorado. That, that really made me feel like, wow, big time. I can go farther. 
Absolutely, and those are big-time schools, and, you know, who knows what Coach Prime can do at Colorado. He's getting big-time talent every day. So what do you have a top three yet that you've kind of set in your mind? Um, I have a top five, and I got six. What you got? What, what's the top five? If you if you don't want if if you don't mind sharing, uh, I'm I'm gonna share Friday. I'm I'm, I'm post. Oh, okay, yeah, I, we'll be uh, we'll be looking out for it for sure. Good deal. We'll definitely post that. Oh, yeah, what are you, so what are you looking for at these schools before recruiting? Is it playing time? Is it education? Is it little nil? Oh. Like what is it? First is education. Then it's playing time. Yeah. Then is how how the school benefit me. Absolutely. And, you know, that that's what it's all about. Education first because, you know, crazy things happen, but education, playing time, those are great. And can you can you tell us what you will bring to a college at the next level? I know what you said, what you bring to Theodore, but what do you think that after this whole year goes by, what do you think your number one thing that you will bring to the next level is? Uh, I'm going to bring – I'm going to be a uh, great access to the team for the defense. Absolutely. And what would you say is your dream score? If you could say, you know, have no um, – every offer from every school in the country, this is the school I'm going to. This is my dream school. Maybe it's, a you know, somebody you grew up dreaming about playing. Who would you say your dream college is? I'm going to say Miami because Warren shot with that was my school. Okay, and that, is that here you try to model? You you know you watch a little bit of him to try to model some of your game after. Yes, sir. And the last question, kind of on recruiting, I'm just going to kind of throw this one in there. South Alabama, they're the home school. They're our local school. You probably went to some games and stuff. Is there any part of you that would like to stay home, close to family, and play for the local Jags? So we're like. I I give fifty percent I could like home it's just home like who don't right. want to stay home so yeah I get like fifty percent yeah part so, of the part of the college experience is going off and kind of doing your own thing right yeah sir I I hear that I hear that so we're gonna kind of move into some uh, some fun questions just kind of learn more about who you are so uh, we already talked about this first one about who you model your game after in Warren Sapp who who is a another player other than him and maybe even a couple players that you watch whether it's their strength, their technique, their way they play the game, their attitude, who do you try to, you know, watch film on to model your game after? Okay, well, I watch Warren Sapp, Aaron Donald, Quinn Williams, and Jalen Carter. Let's go. We're huge Quinn Williams fans. And Aaron Donald, I mean, you can't say enough great things about Aaron Donald when you're talking about working on your pass rushing moves. He is a – Phenomenal one to watch. And we got a fun question right here. Would you rather Kevin Norwood have a pick six or a strip sack for a touchdown? Now, do you want to flash them hands and show them that you can catch it? Pick six or a strip sack for a touchdown? Oh, I say pick six. I I rather pick six. So, how do you envision that coming like off a halfback screen and you step in the way? Yeah. Or how's that going? I have that screen. I just hit read, read. I'm reading the halfback screen. I step back, and the quarterback make a wrong read, and I pick it off and score a touchdown. <laughs> there you go. Speaking into existence, <laughs> if you could sack any quarterback in the NFL, 
past or present. I'm talking about it could have been Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Bryce Young, or college or high school. Anybody, who would it be? Dak Prescott. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, so you're not a Cowboys fan, huh? No, sir. Are you? Does that mean are you an Eagles fan? Yeah, I'm an Eagles fan. Hey, hey, let's yeah. go. We're we're, we're kind of Eagles fan. We're we're Eagles fans. We're we're, Jay, we're like we love yeah, Jalen. Jalen. So you know we hope he does well. Yeah, that, that's that's a great one. Dak Prescott, I'd love to sack him too. So and the alignment that I'll um, be watching, even with the Eagles too. Yep, Jalen Carter, absolutely. They got a pipeline in them Georgia linemen. Good lord. So another fun question. Sometimes you see a D lineman play fullback at the goal line. You know, you see it all the time, and they score a touchdown. Is that something we will see this year at Theodore? Because we will come to some Theodore games. We've been to two or three last year. Is that something we can expect to see? And is that something that you've went and told your coach, hey, coach, I got them hands. Let me do oh, it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, sir. Coach Mads always mentions me that I'm going to play tight end, play tight end, a little um, B-back. So, yeah, 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 I definitely want to see it this year. Heck, yeah. What's up? What's up? So, what is would the feeling be like you're lining up a tight end? You're a big boy. You're lining up at tight end. You see a little DB out there. You got a block. What do you think the fear is like out there? Well, <laughs> I. You think they'd be scared? Yeah, he's gonna be shook. Yeah, he's gonna He's gonna try to just hope he's not coming his way. <laughs> so I'm hoping I ain't coming his way. So that's right. Yeah. Last couple questions. So we like to ask everybody, you know, especially the D linemen, because you know they're the boys. They're the, they got the meat on their bones. Or the they got to keep up their, you know, keep their mass. What is your favorite food, and where is your favorite place to eat? Um, my favorite place to eat is I say American Deli. American Deli. Okay, I don't think I've ever been there. It's yeah, good. you gotta go to that. It's good. American American is the spot. So, what's your favorite food to get there, or just in general? Wing. Wings, okay. Yeah. That's that. That's a popular choice from a lot of the people we ask. So we ask that. We always ask every interview we do. We ask that question, and then we ask this question: Where do you see yourself? You may have to think about this. Where do you see yourself in ten years from now? See myself in sixteen years. Ten. Where do you see yourself in ten years from now? In in the NFL ball. Let's go. Let's go. Winning some couple <laughs> Super Bowls, couple defensive players of the years, right there. Yes, sir. And what if you could choose the team that you go to and get drafted to? Who would you? I mean, I guess maybe the Eagles, obviously. But let's just say, other than the Eagles, who would you say? I go to LA, Los Angeles. Okay. What's up? Rams or Chargers? The Rams. Let's go play with Aaron Donald. Well, he may be retired by the time you're out. But, Kevin, man, we really appreciate it. I told you it was going to be a short interview. We appreciate it, man. Good luck. Thank you. We're going to follow you. Hey, tell everybody that's listening where they can follow you at. Um, y'all can follow me on Instagram at Kevin with two eyes on uh, 99 underscore underscore. Sweet. That's Kevin Norwood, Theodore Defense Alignment, class of 2024. Got big-time offers. Great interview. Share it, share it, share it. Share it at Spotify. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Till next time. See you. See you. All right. 
great interview with Kevin Norwood, defensive lineman from Theodore High School. Um, just committed to South Alabama recently, so excited to watch him play at South Local School. Definitely be keeping up with him. So uh, we we'll have another short little segment for you. What we we're gonna be talking about, Heath? We're actually gonna be talking about. We did that interview with Kevin Norwood about a week or two ago. So in the interview, it may not sound like he's committed to South, but when we're posting it, he will be committed. But we want to do this short little segment because of some interesting comments that Nick Saban made on the Joel Klatt show. It's a it's called the Big Noon, whatever kickoff, whatever. So Saban is still, and we've already hit on this, but let's just do a, something quick. He's still, he's making waves, and he's he's clearly frustrated. He feels like Bama got screwed about not making the uh, college football playoff last year. He said, it still makes me sick about, I got told that in Vegas we'd have been ranked, we'd have been favored, favored in three out of the four games. And he said, so are we trying to get the best teams? In the college football playoff, or are we just trying to get – what do you say? Are we trying to get the best, or are we just trying to get uh, – The most deserving. The most deserving, right. like that. Steven, here's the question. Do you agree? I, I understand what he's saying. I mean, I understand that the college football playoff people say we're trying to get the four best teams. So, I do understand that, yes, they'd have been favored over TCU. Yes, they'd have been favored over Michigan – I'm not – I mean, were they for sure favored over three out of the four? I don't know for sure if they were, would have been favored over Ohio State. I think they would have. Um, I think they would have. I but – Three points. Um, so, yeah, I, I would agree, yes. Alabama was probably one of the four best teams. But they, they you know, they lost two regular season games. They, you know, they shot themselves in the foot. And since the playoffs started, it hasn't been the four – well – I'm not going to say every year hasn't been the four best teams because, you know, a few years may probably have. But for the most part, a couple years, you could say that, no, the four best teams haven't been. It's the four most deserving teams. Now, yeah, Georgia, obviously one of the four best teams. Ohio State, I'd say one of the four best teams. Michigan, you know, probably last year, yeah, one of the four best teams. But uh, probably not TCU. But, yeah, again, you know, TCU did what they had to do. They played out their schedule, only lost one regular season game, and it was in their conference championship. So, I mean, I don't I don't have a problem. I know – I mean, Nick Saban's the head coach of – so he's going to always fight for his team. He's going to fight for his school. But – so, I don't have a problem that they I, – I knew Alabama wasn't going to make the playoff after they lost to um, LSU and, and then, you know – they had their two losses. I knew they weren't going to make it. I'm trying to see how many times Alabama's been an underdog in the college football uh, since Saban got there. Here's my thoughts about it. Alabama was favored by 11 points against LSU. Did they win or lose? Lost by one. They lost. Against Tennessee, they were favored. Yep. They lost. You can't – you just freaking can't say – just because you're favored in Vegas, that you deserve it. It's not the best. Who I mean, who says that? If if Alabama would have lost to Texas, easily could have lost to Texas. Could have easily lost to yeah. Texas. Do you think that they when they if they played TCU, they'd still be favored? Yeah, absolutely. Does Saban think that they deserve that? No, 
He wants everything to be fair, but it's not. Like that that's part of it. Alabama was underdogs against Georgia in the SEC championship game. So under Saban, when we played them last the year before last and blasted them in the SEC championship, under Saban's theory, the game should have been played. Georgia should have been crowned the SEC champs. No, you play the freaking game. You play the game. I don't know why he's still mad. He's got it, dude. He needs to move on. You think he's just trying to get the troops riled up? But he's I, think he's, I, th- I think a lot of Saban's stuff is directed towards his players. He just uses the media, maybe. I don't. I don't know, um, dude. What? Honestly, I'm glad we didn't make it. Maybe it's gonna fire the guys up. Well, here's the here's the question: If we would have made it, I mean, they would. Georgia would have Georgia would have beat us. Yeah, we would have lost. We'd have lost to Ohio. I believe we would have lost to Ohio State. Do you? If I mean so, because Ohio State came in what um, they, had they were the loss. fourth. They were the fourth seed. Fourth seed, yeah. So we'd have probably been fourth. We'd played Georgia. <laughs> we yeah. would have got. Yeah. We would have got, <laughs> got TCU'd, but we would have got. We would have got beat. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. There's no way we. would I mean, have I do won. think. No way. Yeah, not with the receivers. <laughs> no way. They had last year, and Bryce always running for his life, and then the off the defense, you know, always seemed to fall apart at the worst times, but. Yeah, they don't. They do. I don't think they would have. It's different. I know people were saying that going into the SEC championship the year before, but that was different. They actually had receivers in that game. So that's Saban going on his rant. Go listen to that Joel Clyde interview. Really good stuff. I, had, I didn't tell you we we're going to do this. I want to get your thoughts on the 2024 SEC football conference opponents. They revealed it. College football, SEC football, as we know, it's completely changed. Oklahoma, Texas, they're in. Alabama's opponents, I really do not like this. It is what it is. Alabama's opponents for the 2024 season, SEC schedule. Auburn, we knew they were going to be on there. Georgia, Missouri, South Carolina, LSU, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. So we basically played. Now they're getting rid of the divisions, I think. Yeah, they are. Are they? Yeah, they have to. We played, listen, Tennessee, Vandy, South Carolina, Missouri, Georgia, Five SEC East teams. Oh yeah, yeah, they're getting yeah. So they're getting rid of the divisions. What do you think about that schedule? So we got Wisconsin on the road, LSU on the road, Oklahoma on the road, and Tennessee on the road. So we don't play A and M. Mississippi. We don't play Ole Miss, Mississippi State. And what they did, so they clearly took Auburn and Auburn and Georgia. At home, we play Auburn, Georgia, Missouri, South Carolina. They clearly took Auburn and Georgia as a top eight seat, a top eight in the SEC. That's why we played them. Missouri, South Carolina, bottom eight. LSU, Oklahoma, they took them as the top eight. Because Tennessee just got good. They have them in the bottom, so we kind of get screwed. I get. I mean, it's, it's a tough slate for sure, yeah. but then the 12 team playoff starts in 2024, doesn't it? Is it 20? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it stinks, but it's also like if you have a schedule like that, I, I, think I hate you that when lose, I play in A&M. Yeah. I think you could lose three games and still be in the top 12. Yeah, maybe so with a 12-team playoff. Florida, Billy Napier, he's going to be fired. There's, just, I just don't think there's any way around it. Let, I'm going to read their schedule. This is their SEC schedule. Then I'm going to tell you their opponents they got to play out of conference. It's hilarious. Florida's got LSU, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, and Kentucky at home. Okay. That's three losses. They got Georgia, Mississippi State, Tennessee, and Texas on the road. 
That's their SEC schedule. I mean, that Texas loss, Tennessee loss, Georgia loss, Ole Miss, A&M, LSU. That's six losses. They're out of conference schedule. Miami, the U, Florida State, UCF. UCF's in the Big Twelve now. Yeah, know if you know. It, I saw something like it was the hardest. It's the it's the most Power Five opponents the teams had to play since like nineteen thirty. Yeah, they, they, I'm like, who the crap made that schedule? Yeah, they, they. Which I did see on the way over here. They just signed. They're they're on pace. They have like a top three recruiting class coming in. I think for 2024. Um, but I. I I don't know if Billy Napier still be there or not. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I don't think he will, but we'll, we'll What do you see. think about Saban's comments on NIL? Because he went and met with politicians. Yeah. I don't think I think that was a mistake. I don't think you should rely on politicians for I heard anything. A, a good <laughs> saying. With NIL, they got the they let the toothpaste, they squeeze all the toothpaste out of the toothpaste. What do you call it? A holder? What do you call it? The toothpaste? Tube. The tube. Toothpaste right? tube. And they're trying to put it back in. You just can't. I like listen. He's uh, obviously I, I'm for NIL. There's just got to be structure. There's, and I agree with him. There's no profession or anything that you can just. You're not under any contract, any performance based contract. You just, you say you come here, you get this money, and then there's no kind of. Hey, you got to actually play. You got to be good. You can't. Yeah, just, like I don't know if they you can't just. Clown around, you know what I'm saying? Which I don't know. I mean, nobody's offering me an NIL contract, so I don't know how they work. Hey. But hey, anybody out there want to offer an NIL contract? Hey, we'll pay some players NIL money <laughs> to push to our yeah. podcast. But no, for real. So like, I mean, you think about it. These, you know, all these colleges saying, "Hey, you know, this, you know, five star recruit, we'll give you this NIL money." You and they sign, they go to the school, sit the bench for a year, and then transfer out. Right. Well, in that year they were sitting the bench. Are they, I guess they're making their NIL money right. or perks, you know, whether it's a car or something, and then they just up and leave. Well, do they have to give that car or shoes or I know. I don't money so. back? Or are they just like – which, so. I mean, nobody's forcing these businesses to sign them. But still, it's like – I mean, it's being ran like a business, so yeah, eventually you're going to have to have some kind of – it's got to be regulated somehow. It's just – it's stupid. It's getting out of hand. Yeah, it's getting out of hand, but that's kind of all all we have. You'll be the first one to hear this. We are about to interview Richard Mullaney, yep. starting receiver on the 2015 Dash Championship Alabama team. He was a sly. He had Calvin Ridley. There. Stewart on the outside. We're going to ask him about this. He was the guy, as Kenyon Drake was breaking for the kickoff return, he was the guy – I don't think he made the block. He was trying to. He laid out at the last second to try to block the last guy so Drake could make it. Super excited for this interview. Richard Mullaney, hey, great interview. Kevin Norwood this episode. Yep, really bright future. We're glad he's going to South, man. Hometown kid. Yeah, let's go, man. But until next week, the Richard Mullaney episode, we'll see you. See you.